Welcome to Minority Corner. With an Eke. And James. The Wonder Twins of Podcasting. Learn, laugh, play. It's like Blue's Clues. Only it's more black, queer, and ladylike. This week on Minority Corner. Well, gobble, gobble, my little chickadee. Wow, I you know what? I'm into that. That that felt fun. Yeah, it's It's the day after Thanksgiving. We're letting all the what's that turkey Turkey. um chemical? Uh itis. Tryptophan? Ooh, she be knowing the words. Tryptophan. Tryptophani. Gwen Stefani. Sure. We're releasing all the Gwen Gwen Stefani set in after eating all of that turkey. And get on down to some minority corner because we're going to get some information into your ear holes. Yes, we're talking about black owned businesses that you can purchase your goods and wares for because it's the tis the season. Tis the season. We got Black Friday. We got uh, all the other. I think for me, every Friday is Black Friday, but that's just me. You can make Mm -hmm. your Friday even blacker. Um, I have a quizlet for you about the bubonic plague. Which is random as hell, but I'm ready to explore these options. See what you got cooking for me. Keep you on your toes. Minority Corner, we talk about all kinds of things here. History and and consumerism. (laughs) Yeah, they go hand in hand. It's America. (laughs) We've also got some great things. We've got uh, some more information about Shanice we talked about last week. Yeah, we actually have some information about Shanice. Um, Didn't you go see... You went to see a couple of productions. I I've seen um, some films, some productions. Both yes. are ladies of Sh- the Shondaland verse. So I saw I Widows. Love it. I saw American Son starring Kerry Washington. And yes. I have some notes. Not like notes, but I have ideas and things I'd like to discuss. This sounds way <laughs> official. Uh, are have, you the dramaturg? What's I happening? Have, <laughs> I, well, what's the fun way to say it? How do we usually say it? I've got the gossip. I got the tea. You got some comments? I, some, I got some yeah. comments. I got some information. <laughs> I don't know. I got words. I got some words about it. <laughs> and I got some listens. I'm going to listen. Okay. I'm, I'm excited to hear about it. It should be pretty good. Well, then let's jump into it. I'm sure there'll be more random things to talk about. Let's do it. Let's do it. Gobble, gobble. Hey, what do you hey, say? what's up? Ooh, ooh, I don't ooh. know. Are you rested up from all that delicious turkey? Oh, is this episode coming out after Thanksgiving? Gobble, gobble, everybody. Gobble, gobble up some information. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah, Wait. I literally just realized that as I hit record. Wait, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, Thanksgiving is, uh, while well, we're recording this on Tuesday, are you now yeah. rethinking you wish you had more Thanksgiving lore for the show? Because uh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I'm glad my in. corner makes more sense now. Oh, see, actually, okay, good. meant to be done. It's like mm-hmm. future Neke was like zoink. That's like yeah. That's the sound of you sending a thought from your future <laughs> yeah. self to your past self. You're like zoink. Yeah, there we go. It's turkey yep. time. <laughs> zoink! It's turkey time. <laughs> <laughs> and then you knew. You're like, well, let me do this research. Uh, oh, that's funny. And, you know, we have um, what do they call? What do we call it in the media? A retraction or a retort or a reverberation? What do you do when you do an article and you go back and you retalk about it? Yeah, you retract it. You, the first one was right. So we talked about Shanice last week. Yes, we did. Uh, smile. Uh, 
Yeah, I like your smile. Are you drunk right now? What's happening? It's been a long day. I am not on trial here. I'm just excited. Excited to. You know what it is? It's all that future turkey. Got you. I got the itis. I got the pre-food-itis. Mm-hmm. You're ready for it's it. so big. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, sidebar on the I Like Your Smiles song, I just love how quintessential 90s black it is because it's got, like, mm-hmm. the flute in the background. Like, it's very, oh, yeah, you know, know, just smooth, yeah. easy listening. I mean, Shanice, she knew what she was KBLX. doing with that song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very smooth. But we, so I had a, I proposed a question with no research last week, and I said, No. Wait. <laughs> Where None. is Shanice? And I had no answers. And Aneke did a very, with a fine tooth comb, she did some. It was an easy Google. <laughs> Shanice okay. is Googleable. She's an. Uh, okay, <laughs> you can just Google her. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget. And so then Aneke let me out of the lowdown, and we're going to do a Shanice rundown of where she is now. Um, oh, so it's rundown, not rubdown? I <laughs> thought that you. Li- yeah, in our sh- notes, James wrote Shanice Rubdown. So I thought, okay. <laughs> because to in my defense, Your Honor, if I can approach the bench, uh, uh-huh. in our Maybe text. Maybe cautiously. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hands are up here. In our text <laughs> yeah. thread, when you were sending me all this information about what Shanice was up to, you yeah. said, oh, we could give a Shanice rundown. You said rubdown. But oh, I'm the one that made the initial. Look at you coming with receipts right now. <laughs> it's like we're playing a game of Clue. <laughs> it was a Neke. It was a Neke on the text message. <laughs> Here's the receipts. I'd love to return this item. <laughs> I completely forgot. That's hella funny. <laughs> oh my god. Do gosh. you have all that stuff, or do I need to do a quick Google well, again? I could probably pull up your um, your text. I message. got some memory of it too. Okay. All right. Walk us through. Walk us through. Um, she is currently married to a guy <laughs> named Flex, who used to be a actor, personality, breakdancer, I believe. Oh. Um, in 2010, they went bankrupt because they were terrible at their finances, Ooh. and they were evicted out of their home. They have two kids. She has a lipstick line called Smile by Shanice. <laughs> Which is like, you know what? So smart. So smart yeah. of her. Like, you know mm-hmm. what? What if we remember you as? That smile girl with the song. Vaguely. Not any B side. remember that's... you as. Because it would maybe put two and two together. Like, oh, I think that's Shanice. I don't know. I do like uh, to smile. Um, they had a reality show, I think. Yeah. yeah. They had a reality show for two years on BET. You were on point with all Shawnees of Called Shanice and Flex. I, why do I remember this, I, but I don't remember also, that I texted you rub down? I also love that you were like, I don't know if I can remember all this. Mean then... Enter Aneke like- as the Wikipedia page as Shanice. You might be her secret <laughs> fan club. Like, how did that happen? I was like, let me pull up the notes. Oh, I don't have to. You've just mentioned all of the things. That is hella funny. Well, I think that's it. That's all I remember. I think worth was there worth $250,000 now was the only thing that I could. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because, I mean, I would like to be worth two hundred fifty. dollars thousand dollars you know what i often wonder like people like shanice like those who like what do you do after like the song didn't really hit like she can't just like go get a job like would she just get a job somewhere like ashley simpson like what is she doing like how does like what happens when ashley the... simpson fucking is married into the ross family well, ashley simpson's her. doing well for bad herself example. bad example but you know like those ones who like they were <laughs> yeah. did a song and then like but i mean like that goes to the story of what's his face that was on um, the Cosby show that some idiot took a picture of him working at Trader Joe's oh. you know 
right? Yeah. Like, let people just have a regular job. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's good for them to not have like that big of an ego that they're like, listen, I still gotta, I want to make my yeah. life, and maybe I, I love pay doing some this. bills. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And also, like regular, nothing's wrong with a regular job. Oh, you know, nothing is wrong. You know what? Ain't nothing mm-hmm. regular about it. Because it is a necessity. <laughs> so don't let, you know what? You don't let anybody tell you that because you are beautiful, you are talented, and you mm-hmm. are special. I was trying to quote Viola <laughs> Davis in The Help. Why? You and I both know that she did not like that movie oh, being right. in it. I just and- got, I got V, I got, I got V Davis on the brain. Because you saw Widows, didn't I you? I did. I went on my artist date this week. I, okay, tell me about it. Well. Um, Without spoiling I anything, because wa- I still haven't seen it. So there were people just talking throughout the movie. And not just like one group. I think people forgot. This is my what? PSA. Y'all, I know you're used to watching movies in the comfort of your own home with your boo. It was a lot of people on yeah. dates. I'm looking at all you date people. Yeah. And just like, like they think they're whispering or just talking to the person next to them, but that noise travels. It travels. It does. And when there's several pairings of you, it's like, Lord. This is why mm-hmm. I, I reminded myself why I like to go to the movies at like two o'clock on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Nobody Nobody's there. there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but what I could gleam from the movie, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> what I was able to pick up from it in between the chatter. Uh, I, actually, I would be so mad. I would be so heated. I, I fucking hate that. I I was like off to like, I wasn't in the space. Like I was like off to like, I was like in this corner. Like I wasn't in the mm-hmm. space to really like see who it was or be in a place. Like if they were around me, I could have been like, be quiet. But they were not as close to me. And I was in those recliner mm. chairs and I'm kind of comfortable too. And uh, I'd have to, you were like, at one of those unrec- fancy theaters. I'd recline, look around oh, look behind boo-hoo. me and see Uh-oh. whose it is and yeah it was too much i've done that so i just did a lot of heavy breathing mad. and sighing i did a lot of uh passive aggressive moves a lot that's yeah. good a lot of shifting a little lot shifting, shifting around in the mm-hmm. a lot of grunts a lot of biting into my oreo <laughs> maybe people were like what was what's that guy doing maybe they were talking about you that's true <laughs> uh, mm, <laughs> shift, shift, shift. Uh, uh. <laughs> that's true it could have been me uh, I I really I really enjoyed it. I think it's for me it was one of the uh, one of my favorite heist movies. I would say. Ooh, um, I love a good heist. I, I think love what's a so heist. nice here's but actually I'd say it's my number two heist movie. You know what my first oh. hi, number one heist movie is sneakers. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> No, not at all. It's a good heist uh, okay, movie. Okay, I don't even remember what it is. It's on the Disney Channel. <laughs> is that a, no, I don't remember it's a, that. It's a classic. Okay, well I'll have to Google it. <laughs> I will Google that. Unlike the Shanice information. No, mine is. Don't you wanna be more than? Oh, set it off. Yes. Is uh, set it off a heist movie? They robbed that bank. <laughs> Is that a heist, though? <laughs> I thought a heist... Oh, this is good. I'm glad you bring this up. I thought a heist yeah. was, like, stealing shit. A heist is stealing shit, but it's, like, complicated, where it's, like, oh. you, they always have that scene where they're, like, okay, you're gonna go into this area, <laughs> and then you're gonna wear a mask, and you're gonna put this into a something else, you but know? they did that inset it off. They literally oh, they wore did? masks and set out convoluted plots, and everyone had an assignment. Feel, for some reason, I just remember them wearing masks, going and shooting up the place, they and then being excited to have a ton of money. They, that, there is all that, too. Um, so... <laughs> 
What's nice is that you've got two female, I'm going to put them in the same category, heist movies, and they're both very, sure. very different. And the, and okay. so it's nice that you one's can One's a real heist movie. <laughs> Sorry. And one's <laughs> not. <laughs> one's a real heist movie, and the other one's <laughs> not. Well, anyways. One is a bank robbery. <laughs> I love, okay. well, women with guns stealing shit. That movie category. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I like that. And they're both you know big. what? That's your Netflix category. You have they're a little picture of your specific. face, ladies and it's just like women with guns, diverse ladies shit. with guns stealing shit against the man. <laughs> but you know, they both parallel something because I think both do a really good job of. Mm. It's not just about the heist or the robbery; it's about the issues going around it. Like set it off. Like mm. Jada Pinkett gets into it because her br- uh, brother, who's going to go off to fancy university, gets shot. Mm-hmm. He's unarmed black kid. And gets sent off to. Oh, nice. Um, he, he gets mm. He gets shot and killed, and so that's what sets it off. Sets it off. Ding, 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 mm. ding, ding, ding. Take a drink. Take a drink. <laughs> um, and in the same way that Widows is very much a movie about Chicago. It is oh, really about a lot of the things that are going on in Chicago that I've never, I mean, you and I dabbled in, we tipped, dipped our toes into Chicago, but this Chicago- Yeah, into the, the cool lake of Chicago. It was cold. It was cold. That's one thing I remember. This was not the Chicago I saw. And so for me, it's also too, like, you hear about all the stuff that's happening in like the South Side of Chicago, and right. I don't, I've never really seen any visual representations of it, and I really appreciate that Steve McQueen, as a storyteller, was like, let's tell this story. And also, yeah. I think you really empower, like, I mean, just the these female characters are usually it's weird. They're usually the side pieces to mm. their guys, you know, who mm-hmm. are the doing off the robbing. And instead, they were put front and center. Um, I love it, and I love Mia Viola Davis, I man. Do. I, I the only thing is, I wish that there was more. Like, I would have seen more tr- like of them training and doing more. I wish they had multiple heists to pull off and stuff. But um, and I wish they like widows had, too. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, I don't they know. could have all been killed by the south side of Chicago. I don't know, or like this uh, guy. Let comes me see and the movie. Him. I know a lot to find out, but it's interesting that politics plays a huge place into it. Mm. Uh, it's very. I thought it was very good. I think it's great for um, you know your Thanksgiving weekend. So check it out. I want to. I hella want to see it. Michelle I'm going Rodriguez to... plays opposite to Ooh. what she usually plays. Like usually she's like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm a badass. And instead she was yeah, like, yeah, she like a timid, I don't know, scared lady. Do- yeah, she is with two kids. What? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can see her doing that. She's so gruff. She plays like she is damaged and broken. Also too, Viola mm-hmm. Davis, uh, what I really liked is that she... Um, when she, when she Steve McQueen had asked her to do it, which I fucking love Steve McQueen. He did Twelve Years a yeah. Slave, and mm-hmm. uh, he gay. And that sad ass movie with uh, Michael Fassbender. Oh, I didn't see that one. That's a sad movie. <laughs> I can see you coming, but go. You're still in it. You're looking at it. It's I can see sad. You. You're there. Come I just. Back. It's one of those Come where I like casually was like, oh, I'll watch this movie, and then I was like, I'm sad watching this. Oh, and that cinema, but he does really good. And Widows, the cinematography is really interesting. Mm. Like, really. I mean, he's a beautiful. Yeah. Um, filmmaker it, it, it is it is really mm-hmm. beautiful one thing i really loved is that so on the view you know <laughs> uh, you love yourself the view <laughs> i watch if it there's one thing work. 
consistent for James. Every Death, episode. taxes, and the view. <laughs> I do my taxes, and I, it's true. Both things are true. I can't even argue. Um, so, but she, Viola Davis said that uh, when Steve McQueen was, like, she was on the fence about doing the movie. Well, she was pitching, she was saying her long monologue of, like, when she was agreeing to do the movie, she was like, well, mm-hmm. she gave him, like, this long monologue about all the mo- the wigs she was going to wear in different points in the movie. And then yeah. after she was done with her monologue, Steve was like, you're not gonna wear a wig. You're just gonna wear your own hair. He's like, I yes. see, I see women that have hair like you all the time in my day to day. They're just never been shown up on the screen, and they got two. Thank you, because both him and Cynthia and Revo, who she, I love her too. Yeah, I um, saw color her, purple. Color purple. I saw her the day before she won the Tony for the color purple, and she is oh, wow. fierce in this movie. She is like oh, hell yeah. She is like. You know how Angela Bassett's got them Angela Bassett arms? She yeah. got Angela Bassett arms, too. Oh, hell yeah. She's coming up. I feel like, well, she's already up. Because she's, she's, here. Um, she's, she's a Broadway baby. She's, she's like, everybody arrived. loves her. The baby has been born. I know. Now but, she's, I mean, now movie she's star, into a Hollywood I feel like, princess. Yes. Yeah. I, and she's someone that I want to see more of, you know? Yeah. So, fuck yes, Steve McQueen. Yeah. I'm hella into watching this. Well, if we can pivot from one Shonda Rhimes lady to another... I saw one of them. Oh, okay, yeah. I had a week of Shonda Rhimes ladies. So Oh, I, and also pivot back to Broadway. And I, look at us. This is our Double best segue. Our this has been our best segue to date. Take notes. Where were you when? Where were when you? When we did <laughs> our double a suitable segue and congratulated ourselves. <laughs> For like five minutes after. Well, we do it before we even got there. (laughs) So I saw, um, I saw Carrie Washington live and in person, Miss Olivia Popesov, um, doing American Sun. And, you were close too. Oh, I saw your picture. So I went with Ashley Nicole Black of Full Frontal, who she's been Excuse. on this podcast before. And mm-hmm. um, also, it was like the day that it's it snowed here in New York, and suddenly New York forgot how snow works, and like the city was just like, <laughs> like listen, like people were stuck here in New York. People couldn't get home know, in Jersey. Everybody- my, my groceries feeds, didn't get delivered. <laughs> my social media feeds were ridiculous. <laughs> like it, half of it was over here on the West Coast. Everybody wearing oh, their right, gas yeah. masks, yeah. being like apocalypse chic, <laughs> smoke. I'm dying. <laughs> but then it's all sad because hell, the people lost their homes. Right, and yeah. then over in New York, it was every other picture on Instagram. <laughs> Smoke mask, blizzard. Smoke mask, stuck in the airport. Smoke mask, look at all this snow. Smoke mask, like... Yeah, coast to coast. But I'm like, New York, we get this every year. Like, why is everyone so shocked and surprised? It was like the city was in a disarray. So much of that... (laughs) Ashley like went, ended up being like fifteen minutes. She could fifteen minutes late to the because the taxi driver oh, had her no. going in the wrong direction. It was a mess. Oh my so god! I get there and I'm like, oh, where are these seats? Row A. Where could that possibly be? Um, there was like it was pretty much front row. Like I was on the That's aisle, nuts. front row. I'm like, oh my god! I am like, I was like ten feet they away. They were like from, sweating on you. Oh, they were. I was like ten no. feet away from <laughs> Carrie Washington. Like ten wow. fucking feet away from her. Um. Amazing. Yeah. It was so, it's such, it was such an amazing show. Uh, it was at the Booth Theater. It's only running till Look January. Look at you picking up your playbill right now. <laughs> Ooh, I got one of the actors. So cosmopolitan. To- <laughs> Let me just, just flip leaf through it here. through it casually. <laughs> yeah. So Let me just. <laughs> I want to make sure I get this right. Eugene Lee. Do you know Eugene Lee? You might need to. No. I think you've seen him before. He is so 
talented actor. He Mm. is so talented. Uh, He's in it. I got his autograph after the show. Oh, look at you. Him and I had a conversation. He was like, he was, I forget how, but somehow it came up that I was an actor. And he was like, oh, of course. I'm sure you're like, I'm an actor. He's like, he's like, I gleaned that from you. He's like, you just keep going, man. And maybe he saw saw my billboard from Fidelis. Maybe he did. Maybe he signed up for some insurance. Burying the lead here. So Aneke, you... The next morning, so I posted on Instagram, like, ooh, I'm here oh, watching yeah, yeah. Carrie Washington. And Aneke mm-hmm. informs me that Miss, my, Carrie, so Carrie, um, yes. <laughs> I just call it Carrie now. Miss Washington. Yeah, uh, if, if you, if you're gonna fix it. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she put me on, Aneke's like, you're in Carrie Washington's Insta story. And she yes. had me in her Insta story. She was like, thank you for coming. And I, it was so cute. And people were like, so are you best friends with Carrie Washington now? Like, she's had you like in her story. Like, like no. you guys are just like. I, don't, I guess she must like every morning have her, her, either she does it or her intern like searches people yeah. who like go to see the show. But, and since you were so close, she probably remembered your face. I think she remembered my face. Like, and she probably mm-hmm. also saw the billboard. But like, because uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm in that like front row where it's like the lights, like they can, when you're on stage, you can yeah. see the front row. You can see the first couple rows. She is so fucking talented. So talented. Yeah. It was a 90, I couldn't believe when it was 90 minutes. I was, I did not want it to end. And it ends on wow. such a hard moment and the curtain starts coming down and you're like, no, 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 no. Don't go down, go down. Because you, oh my God. it ends on this like drop of a moment. You're like, fuck no. And wow. it talks about so many issues and a good play will show both sides to an argument and let you sort mm-hmm. of like make up your mind but at the same time like they bring up things about so it's all about like it takes place at a police station in the south mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. she's just trying to figure out where her son is her son is uh half black half white uh mm-hmm. her husband who she's no longer with he shows up he's also a he's a he's an fbi agent so just has mm-hmm. a lot of conversations about like race Layers police yeah. being in the south she's also like a phd professor in psychology um oh, wow. talks about like language like when she uses slang but then when her white husband tries to use slang just all kinds of different levels interesting and then one of the lieutenants who eventually comes in there is black mm-hmm. eugene lee who i took oh, my wow. photo with and so uh. i it's very interesting conversations about the police i still left leaving thinking we still ask our police to do too much that like mm. yeah they're in these high pressure situations but like there's a there's a systemic sort of terribleness that is within the dichotomy of not all police stations, but in most, just the way that they kind of view view and attack and go after things that there's right. still a new training that needs to happen. And we need to stop, like uh, Marion Williamson talks about this, we need to look at the um, causes, not just the effect. You know, mm. we need to not just be looking at the symptoms, but the causes of these things. And it goes much yes. deeper, you know? Yeah, the root causes, you need to go down to the root to fix it instead of just putting a Band-Aid over it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fascinating. I read... A review. Oh, yeah, it was you a review. scathing review. Ooh, interesting. What did they say? And I wonder if it was written by somebody. I don't know if they were written, if they, what race they were or whatever, but they said it was melodramatic hmm. and it was TV show like. Mm. And, um, and it just was like blatant about its, um, you know, it, it called it a morality play, hmm. which I feel like I the cockles on me kind of go up whenever I hear people talking about that. Right. Because I think a lot of these issues have to come up in 
blatant ways yeah you know especially in theater because you can't have the nuance of a television show that goes on for hours and hours and hours you know you can do close-ups and do all kinds of things you just in theater you just have the language to talk the language is what's driving the story that's why I'm glad to hear that the way that you feel about it, because it kind of proves to me that maybe maybe we shouldn't like give so much weight to reviewers yes. yeah. and critics, because yeah. it's like they're coming with their own opinions and their own background and their own preconceived notions. So yeah. it's lately I've been kind of really disappointed with a lot of critics and a lot of reviewers because it it almost feels a little bit like trying to force feed their own opinion on you yeah and you never know what's like what like why someone is like shutting off like there are points in the play that was kind of triggering for me because of my interactions with the police here in Mm -hmm. new york um and i could see where they were trying to show the argument on both sides i definitely think the play is leaning towards like one specific direction especially the way that Mm -hmm. it ends and just conversations around sort of police brutality and race but i'm so glad that this play and for me, like, I felt that like it was presenting both sides to an argument, which I think a good play will do. Um, right. But I think it definitely has something that it wants you to walk away with. And I think I was just so glad that these conversations are, are happening on the Broadway. It's a play that, right. like, I mean, they'll be doing this at universities and things like that. And I, you know, like, right. like, I'm excited for other iterations of this play to be done around the country. And, you know, I, I'm excited for that. And like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, Here's a little trash question from me. Ooh, give me that trash. What did Carrie look like up close? I noticed that mm. her costume looks like she's just like off the street. Like uh, there's no she, razzle dazzle. There is no razzle dazzle because it's like four o'clock in the morning and oh. she's just driven down to the police station. Her hair is like okay. up in a really, really tiny bun. She's wearing like a little zip up yeah. hoodie, some yeah. jeans and some sneakers. I'm really giving you the rundown of what she's I wearing. I know. <laughs> I mean, you're so close. I was so close. I noticed like everything. And she's, I don't know. I also just noticed like some of, it was just so mm-hmm. cool to see her like in in person, and she is, yeah, and she wasn't like Olivia because she wasn't person. stomping around that PlayStation like she yeah, owned it. But she, she didn't kill anybody with a chair. She didn't kill anybody <laughs> with a chair. But she has a certain way, like she will deliver those monologues. She, it was, this is yeah. gonna sound weird, but as an actor, I noticed how much she breathes on stage. And it's, no, that's good though. Right, exactly. And I was like, and that's the importance mm-hmm. of breath that they tell you as an actor or as a performer on stage, don't forget to breathe. Cause we do, we forget in real life, we are such shallow breathers. And I was like, yeah. And that was my thing. I was like, oh my God, she's so good. She is breathing on stage. Like she's mm. just in. No, that's good. And she, she goes through the emotions. I don't I think that's why she couldn't come out afterwards after the show because she really wins. She goes for mm-hmm. it all over the map in terms of like her her journey and her emotions. Oh, I love it. She's phenomenal. She's so great. I, I fucking can't say enough great things about her. Um, you talking about breathing? I know we're going kind of off the cuff <laughs> right now, but I kind of want to bring up a topic if okay. that's okay with Is you. It's about my breath. No. You're going to make me lose it, my breath? I mean, <laughs> this time. Um, okay, so you know how the air quality has been terrible yes. here over in the oh, Bay Area, right? Oh my gosh, and yeah. everybody's been wearing like their, their N95 masks mm-hmm. to make sure that they aren't breathing in all the terrible smoke from the wildfires that are happening here in California. Um, I'd like to say a PSA. Yeah. If you see someone, let's just say, I don't know, visibly pregnant woman, um, and you don't know them, and you're a stranger, um, maybe leave them alone. 
Because I have been getting unsolicited advice from people a lot. Like, I am a dumbass, and I really want... I know it's from the kindness of your heart, but, like, I was at a restaurant, and I was getting up to leave, and I was putting on my little mask, and this stranger comes out of nowhere. This woman grabs my arm. Literally, stranger woman grabs my arm, and she goes... You gotta be careful out there. You're breathing extra hard. Your lungs can't handle it. You gotta be careful. And I just wanna say, one, you don't know if I'm actually pregnant or not. I could, this could be something different. Two, um, I'm not an idiot. I know how to take care of myself, you know? And three, don't touch me. I don't know you. So let's stop that. That's like, it's been bothering me. Yeah, totally. I agree with don't touch someone you don't know. Yeah. Uh, Don't assume you don't know if someone's pregnant. Uh, The only thing that I could think of of like where I think that this fire is definitely... I, I think everyone's kind of freaking out, you know, and not yeah. even, and I think people don't even realize how much they're actually kind of like internally freaking out about it, how like sort yeah, of scary it is and sort of hella freaking out. And so I think it maybe is making people sort of act in these sort of like other sort of ways. On one end, it's totally like heartwarming because as a community, we would hope that we are there for each other, but yeah, totally in the, the approach is everything. And, you know? Right. Yeah. If I was struggling, that would be nice. You mm-hmm. know, if I was struggling, if I fell down, she could help me up you know i've fallen down several times <laughs> and people sorry. have ignored me oh my but i mean i just got the two visual images what just, i'm just saying I those know. are times when you reach out to help not when i'm just casually getting up to dinner putting <laughs> my mask on fair enough yeah oh god like, it's it's nice but it's also it's a little patronizing so, to think that i'm an idiot you know and i don't know how to take care of myself okay well, I think that's also an assumption that she, like, that's, was she thinking that you're an idiot? No, it's patronizing, though. Okay. All right. I think it's totally patronizing to, like, if it, it would be like, oh, you left your phone. Great, thanks. Oh, um, you know, here is some oils. I don't know. But, like, not <laughs> like, you got to be careful out there. You don't know how to breathe. Because you're pregnant, that that's a that's a lot of assumptions on her part. Okay, all right. Well, I wasn't I wasn't there, so I don't. I you were you were there to experience. Wow, you her sound tone. like you were siding with her. I'm not so siding much. with her. I just have, I'm wary of like I just know that for myself sometimes like I can make assumptions about someone else's sort of approach into things of like how they're addressing me, and sometimes it's like kind of like in. I'm not saying this, I'm just, I wasn't there. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. And I'm just saying to me, I just, leave people alone unless they look like they need help. Right. But I, I guess that's that my, my main thing. Totally. My heart just warms out because I do think that we should I, I be as a community looking out for each other. But I, again, you, you experienced it and she shouldn't touch you and assume that you're pregnant and that you don't know how to breathe. Th- yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> well, you did mention Marianne Williamson. I did. So really quick, I just want to drop this bombshell of an announcement. I mm-hmm. so Marianne Williamson. Some of you are like, I don't know who she is. Um, you kind of do. Me included. I, I talk about her often here on this podcast. I've talked oh, about okay. her on different segments here. Um, uh, you've yes, heard her quotes before. She uh-huh. um. 
often the quote, uh, the deepest, our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate, but that we're powerful beyond measure. That ah. is a quote from her, not Nelson Mandela. He gets credited for it. He said it, but she wrote it in her book, A Return to Love. So she ah. has this new age author, really good, like, Oprah read her book and like loves her and they she helped her sort of get to the acclaim that she is. I go to her mm-hmm. le- she has lectures on every Tuesday nights teaching from a course of miracles and she just like she really knows her stuff in terms of like politics. She ran for office like I think a representative seat a few years ago, maybe like 8 years ago maybe. She didn't win. And mm-hmm. she's the one that really like every time she lectures is to get by people getting further involved if you she's how a lot of times when i talk about you know if we want a democracy we have to fight for it these are things that like i've learned from going to her lectures she knows so much about like politics our history um just like so much of 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 what it means to be an american and, and what democracy really means what martha mm-hmm. she lived through martin Luther king all these different things and she's like this new age spiritual practitioner she kept mm-hmm. saying she was going to have this announcement coming up. And I had the feeling, because people would be like, oh, you should run for president. She's like, I'm going to be sending out an email soon, and we'll have to wait and see. And I'm like, I yeah. think she's going to run for president. And then I Googled, she's got all these, uh, she was in Iowa. Iowa has the caucus. And oh, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. been meeting with a lot of different people. And then I got an email uh, from her, not directly, but part of her email blast. And that she is considering a bid for the for president of 2020. Mm, and interesting. she would be so phenomenal just to have on the stage in the same way that I think that Bernie Sanders really drove the conversation in certain ways, that mm. what she has to say that we really do, uh, we need more of. I really, really recommend her book, A Return to Love. Um, mm. It is so many people who've read, like, if you've read it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It is mm. a, a book that I think is just a mandatory, because as she says, like, the 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 way that we look at the world, it's 180 degrees opposite to how things really are. We're looking at things in the wrong way. We're looking at things mm. in the world of fear, and we do need to be looking at things through the world of love, because... That's that's how we get through all of this, and to have like a leader mm-hmm. who would be guiding us through in that direction, I just mm. think her on the on the main political stage would be so. It would help change the conversations. Right? I think she would win. I don't know. Miracles can happen, as she teaches from her book, not her book, but teaches from a course in miracles. But it would be a. Uh-huh. Uh, a, a it, it's great to hear the people like her are putting their mo- money where their mouth is and leading the charge to be a leader and drive conversation and change. Right on, like a positive shift. Oh my god, yeah, like night and day mm-hmm. from what we are usually having. Yeah. So. Oh, right on. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I hope that we can start focusing on more positivity for the 2020 election because I think this could be the light at the end of the tunnel that we're all looking for currently. Yeah, agreed. And I feel like that's kind of like where her mindset is, is that she's being called for one reason or another to do this. And I think it's because things are, looks really dark, you know, there's a lot of darkness out there. And I think that she can help sort of drive and bring that light, uh, because a lot of ugly over there. Mm. Oh, a lot of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well... Should we? Yeah, let's get into the um, corners. Let's dig on in. Hopefully, you, you've shaken off that itis because we've got some information for you. Yeah, I mean, technically, you're listening to this on Black Friday, so let's actually make Black oh. Friday black. Ooh, yes. By purchasing goods from black stores I'm and black f- companies. I'm here for it. And we don't have to push and shove each other because we're all family. No. Yeah, we do it. Let's go. Let's go. 
Hey, Kira. So, Max FunCon tickets go on sale this Friday, November 23rd at 11 a.m. Pacific, and I'm trying to write a promo. Okay, so what do they need to know to look forward to? Inspiring classes. Live podcast tapings. Stand-up showcase. The s'mores party. Making new friends. Don't forget about the dance party! Oh, and it all takes place on a beautiful mountaintop. Okay, got it. Anything else? Well, if we missed anything, they can find all the details at maxfuncon.com. And we'll see you in June. I think that went really well. That really good too. I really yeah, that sounded good. Great job. Black Friday, Black yeah. Friday, make it a black, make it a black. I'm into that. Okay, cool. It started a little like rock, like Black Sabbath, and then I went Family Matters with it towards the end. You know, it's always good to take a little left turn. You know, keep people on their toes. With keep on their everything. toes. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I just did a quick little search for um some black-owned businesses and that we can patronize all of us, not just black people, because we all need to patronize each other's stuff. <laughs> well, that, we have the same word for... T- we use patronize for... Man, we need a different word. Because I was like, patronize. Oh, yeah. There's patronizing and patronize. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. Because I do... I wonder if they have similar... Roots. Yeah. Because well, yeah. you're a patron, right? So you yeah. go, but then to patronize somebody, <laughs> right, is like to treat them to as you. like a subordinate. So, <laughs> right. um, hmm, interesting. interesting, isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Yeah. Ling- you're, linguists, you're, come at us, tell us. You, yeah, uh, we got a librarian and a whatever it is that I do here. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. I was thinking the same thing. Seamsies, but it's so funny because you were just like, we need to start patronizing each other. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Oh, that's interesting. I guess that's like the difference between like, you know, grammar, like verb and adjective and stuff and like, like that. And like tomato and tomato. Sure. Yes. <laughs> I think thing? that's totally different. But <laughs> we'll go Words are hard. Words are hard. They are. Okay. So basically, I'm just going to run down some businesses. We'll talk about them. Um, you Give know. Us a rub down. A rub down or a rundown? A rundown. The N mm. is close to the B <laughs> on the keyboard, but we are and pressing the N. Uh, okay, so the first one is called Uzuri Kid Kids. Very interesting that there's two kids in there, but you know what? I'm not here to judge. Maybe there's like, yeah, I was going to say, maybe there's two kids, but it's like, well, what if you only have one? Or what if you have seven? Well, one is the singular. So Uzuri, U-Z-U-R-I, and then it's like kid, one kid, and then kids with a Z. I guess it's like... Maybe like when like when what well, almost people thought was gonna happen, but she's not crazy. Uh, like when P- Penelope Cruz was dating Tom Cruise, and if they would have gotten married, she'd have been Penelope Cruz Cruz. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe it was a hybrid. It was two people with a business, and they decided to just put it together. They they had like similar last names, and they're like, okay. I don't know. Anyway, so this is a multicultural <laughs> toy company, Ooh. and they help kids embrace um, kids of color embrace their own images. Um, the company offers um, toys, party supplies, accessories, and they also have like cultural themes. <gasps> um, they have specific characters. One of them is um, a sister duo called Penny and Pepper. The detectives. 
the ballerina detectives and friends, Princess Amira, Dancing Ooh. Wendy, and Ballerina what? Babes. Wow, they all sound way better than like the Babysitters Clubs or whatever those girls were up to. Oh, you're starting a war. I'm not gonna pick a, a fight with. <laughs> oh, or the boxcar children. There are a children. lot of yeah. There's less <laughs> fans of boxcar, but okay. I recently realized that a lot of women in their 30s have a piece of their heart in the Babysitters Club that I had no, I <laughs> did not pick up any of those really? books. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I said yeah. some shit about the Babysitters Club Ooh. and I had a bunch of ladies oh. at my throat. So. Ooh. And that guy's like, I've been down that war before. You it do is not, not want to go there. That is not the hill I'm willing to die on. No. And fair, thank you for saving me. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> you do not want to start that battle. It's a scary but one. these sound amazing. Or how about this? Better than those American Girl dolls. How about that? There you go. American okay. Girl can Sit on bricks. Say it. Okay. I like you censor yourself for the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the. <laughs> it makes no sense. But I imagine sitting on bricks would be uncomfortable. Oh my God. It's so, so comfortable and dusty and like, ugh, something that's jagged and I get know. wolves no. coming over trying to blow your wolves? house down. What bricks are you sitting on? Oh, I'm sorry. I got fairy tales in my head. <laughs> that, is, that is wild. Okay. So the list that I'm going to be pulling for him after that initial. Um, Zuzi kids kids is um this little list called walkerslegacy.com and it's 31 women of color owned businesses to support this holiday season um not only are we buying black we're buying women of color Ooh, yes. oh uh, snaps snap it up okay so one of them the first one that i want to bring up is beauty bakery beauty bakery is actually pretty awesome it's a cosmetic brand that is cruelty free it's based in san diego california it's founded in 2011 by this woman named Kashmir nicole um, amazing name. Yes. Who is also a breast cancer survivor and a teenage mother. Um, I love Beauty Bakery personally because um, um, one of these beauty vloggers that I, I look at right now is Jackie Ina. And um, she suggests Beauty Bakery all the time. And I think it's super cute because... The way that they do their style is like the packaging is perfect. It's all like like bake shop. Ooh, you know I love my treats. Yeah, like they got like um candy cane, um or wait, what is it? Cotton candy like highlighter. Um they have like an illuminator that's in like a cute little like um ice cream tote. They like Are they in like the shape of these things? Yes. Wow, that would make me hungry for sweets all the time. It's, like, if I see yeah. an ice cream sandwich or a picture of one, I want to eat one immediately. It's all that cute. They have a whole line where they did, like, kind of, like, a cooking. Like, it's all, like, ovens and, like, muffin tins mm. and stuff like that. But they came under some controversy because, actually, um, a bigger brand kind of knocked it off. And I want to say that it is Hoda Beauty. Um which is kind of annoying. You mean Hoda from 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 <clears throat> Hoda from the Today Show? No, I I oh. thank God I love Hoda. Are you <laughs> I was kidding like, oh, me? No, now no. Is there anyone safe? Not Hoda. No, Hoda is safe. Okay, she is okay. fine. Um, Hoda okay, Beauty is or it's Huda. I don't know H U D A Beauty is has come under fire because they hella ripped off. Um, beauty bakery by doing the same sort of like cutesy cakey um dessert packaging 
And I mean, just come up with something different. Like they do bakery, like you do. Right. I don't know. Do what like, you waffles. always do. I know. It's so annoying. So basically, I want to point us to Beauty Bakery. If if there's a woman in your life, if you got teenagers in your life or a man who wears makeup, anybody who wears makeup and anybody who likes cutesy kind of, you know, food based kind of cutesy packaging, perfect for gifts because it looks hella cute. Um, I would direct them to Beauty Bakery because their but shit is good eat the products because they're not made for consumption as tasty as they might look yeah i mean i agree with that Uh (laughs) (laughs) okay so next up we have cc's closet so cc's closet celebrates the beauty of west african culture print and designs through their unique accessories um it's created by chioma and uchina nugudo in new york city their pieces oh, are made. Hey. I know. I probably butchered those names. I'm sorry, guys. But I'll run right over. Uh, I'll pick you up. Yeah, it's right CC's there. Closet. Their prices <laughs> are made in their pieces are made in Nigeria and allow for transformative Ooh. impact in the lives of their artists and partners. So, okay, the reason that I wanted to bring this one up: African prints are hot right now. Like they're all on yeah. the runway. They're like all of these like fashion influencers are wearing African prints all over the place. Like, it is... Huh? I think because of Black Panther. I think that helped kick down the door for that. Like, we are in that new... This age of Afro-futurism. Completely. And I think that we need to go to... Um, African people to buy these. Yeah, clothes. that makes you know what I'm going to co-sign. Where can I, I co-sign on that? And how many times? I yeah. Know. Oh my God! Don't be going to like H H&M and M or exactly. something. Exactly. Like African products or like ooh Old Navy. Yes. <laughs> oh Forever Twenty One's got this nice African dashiki. I've Get seen out of it here. there. So no. Yes. I was kidding. No. I was trying to make a funny. That is why I'm you bringing this where? up. At like Forever Twenty One, they got African pattern. That's not so, okay. You, yes. So if you want some of that beautiful African patterns with it, which they are, I highly suggest going to your local African shop. Everybody's got one. If you live in a metropolitan, there's one there. Um, yeah. Or if you live in New York City, or you could check out their website, CC's Closets, and that's C-E-E-C-E-E Closet. Um, mm-hmm. So check that out, and their store. I just researched their store is down in Lower Manhattan. Ooh, fancy. I think in like the fashion area. Yeah, mm, excuse moi Okay, cool. So next up, I like the name of this one. It's called Coco and Breezy. Ooh, I feel like I wish in another life those were our names. I mean, they know? can be, but then we'd just be ripping them <laughs> off. But you know, oh, we'd be pulling, we'd be pulling a what? What's a bucket? What's that? Yeah, group a, what's that a Huda Beauty <laughs> to fucking Beauty Bakery. We can't do that. God, we would be such hypocrites. We literally on the podcast just talking about how terrible it is. And we're like, let's take that name. I know. You, you know who we would be like? We would be like fucking Ivanka Trump. Mm-mm. That's who we'd be like. Who she like? emails she like she got caught up in her email scandal it's like girl your dad was just yelling about that and then you did the same exact thing that you guys are blaming hillary Hillary clinton about it's so dumb it's stupid so Uh, is she Ooh, i said it you said it but so coco and breezy their real names are coriana and brianna 
So, I mean, oh. that's cute. Their nicknames make sense. Uh, it does make sense. They're found. It's not like their name is like Jasmine. Yeah, exactly. Like, Where'd you get the cocoa from? <laughs> or James and Aneke. Anyway, so. <laughs> That'd be the biggest jump of all. Yeah. We'll refer to as Coco and Breezy. Why? I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like the wind and she likes chocolate. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, okay, so. They um, are cutting edge sunglass brand. So oh, I'm hitting perfect. all the different things. Yeah, I feel like I could just take your list mm-hmm. and give myself a great rubdown of like a whole new closet. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why for this is James. Why? Tis the season Why? to be giving. Oh, these presents. I meant I could be giving someone a great new rubdown for themselves, like a whole new okay. uh, rubdown pattern for them. All right. That's what so, I meant. Okay. To, so I, I'm oxygen mask first, Neke. Oxygen mask first. I must give to yeah, myself so I can give to okay, others. So, <laughs> whole tank. So Coco and Breezy, they're cutting a sunglass brand. They're based in New York City, so you could go there too. Okay. Um, they their styles and accessories are totally original, so check them out. Okay, uh, I want to give my own personal vouch for this one because I subscribed to to Curlbox for a very long time. So Curlbox is created by M- Malik Teal. And Curlbox is a subscription service that sends exclusive natural hair beauty project products right to your doorstep. Affordable, effortless. Curlbox is great for any natural exploring products that work for them. So I think, James, once you... Yes, this is your time to put on your oxygen mask. I think that you should explore <laughs> Curlbox because you have been working with your curls and you've been trying to figure out how to, you know, define or to do all the different things with it. And I feel like Curlbox is perfect for anybody that has curly hair that wants like um you know good quality ingredients that aren't going to be nasty for your hair. Um, Mm. It's a good way to figure out what works best for your hair. You get sample sizes and you get one, I think, full bottle each month. I subscribed to Curlbox for like, I think like a a few years. And then it just got... You always have all these inside... You are ahead of the game in this beauty department. You've got your finger on the pulse for years. This is the first time I've even hearing about (laughs) Curlbox. And that could be knowing. Yeah, I mean, that's why I I really enjoyed it when when I had it. And it it exposed me to a lot of black-owned businesses. It exposed me to a lot of natural hair care products. I think it's a great thing. If you have curly hair... Kinky hair, sensitive hair. I think that you should subscribe to Curlbox. It's not that expensive. You get one every month, and it's kind of like a fun little treat. You know, all of this is reminding me. It's actually, you know what, getting me primed for Kwanzaa. Mm, Because mm -hmm. part of Kwanzaa, I want to say it's like day five, where you, Mm -hmm. I think it's like day four or day five, and you support black businesses. Yes. Um, So this is a great opportunity. You can pull this list back on out. Yes, When we get over towards as Kwanzaa is coming around, right around the corner. Exactly. I fucking love it. It's right around the corner. Um, Okay, so let's see... Let's do Nubian Skin, because that name is fun. Um, I'm into that. 
this Nubian skin for many people of color, finding suitable skin tone hosiery and lingerie has not been an option. Um, frustrated by the lack of skin tone choices to go with their ever expanding wardrobe, Nubian skin found, um, founder Adi Hassan decided that it was time for a different type of nude. So I'm really into this because I feel like those of us that are brown have a hard time finding nude. And I have to side eye this website though. Okay, why? What? 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 Their are these eyes pronouns being for? are killing me. Like they um, need to make their pronouns gender um, neutral. I'm like yeah. doing my best to try and change these mm. pronouns. But try- yeah. But anyways, yeah, well, you know what? Mm-hmm. Apply like good. F- I like that. You know, you're just. I. You know, I like you doing your do 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 diligence. Yes. that's a hard word to say. It's a hard one. There's a lot of. You know, do's involved. Yeah, a lot of diligence. <laughs> but the I'm not due diligence is what was tripping me up. I'm not knocking Nubian skin, but I'm just saying if you you could be whoever the fuck you want, you want some skin tone hoses and lingerie, then you should yeah. go to Nubian skin and get some because yeah. I'm sick of this pasty ass putty collar being called nude. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm brown. Well, maybe someone should just send them an email or a message or a tweet or something. Maybe they just don't know that their words that maybe they're, they're not aware. They're not. Yeah. Woke to Walker's that, legacy. Change your pronouns. Yeah. I oh, mean, and that is uh, day four is cooperative economics of Kwanzaa. Ah, okay. Ujama. Ooh, it just came to me. I love that. Which one? Ujama. Ujama. Okay, cool. I'm getting the Ujama started off right. All right, so let's do a couple more. Um, one is called Justice for the Pies. I love pies. Yeah. So, Justice for the Pies is a bakery that specializes in sweet and savory pies, quiches, and tarts. Maya Camille Broussard established Justice of the Pies in honor of her late father, Stephen J. Broussard. Steve, who dubbed himself the Pie Master, was a criminal defense attorney with a passion for baking and eating anything made with a crust. Um, Mm, Okay. (laughs) Justice of the Pies (laughs) was created to celebrate his love for pies and honor his belief that everyone deserves an opportunity to reform their lives. Justice of the Pies is now sold at Whole Foods in Chicago. And this is a few years Ooh. ago, so it might be sold elsewhere now. Oh, well, that's great. Yeah, I gotta do a little bit more digging to find out. So that's kind of I love crust, too. Um, I... But not crusty things. You're not a like, you like crust? I like... What's, a, what's wrong with crust? Crust is great, but there's, there's several different types of crust. I don't like, you know, morning lip crust. I don't okay. like <laughs> well, the crust that, that forms <laughs> on, you know, my Your shoes. Eyes. Yeah, eye crust. Yeah, I don't think the... But you know <laughs> what? Maybe he... You know, I don't want to yuck anyone's yum. It's and maybe true. he does have a passion for all of those. So you know what? Yeah. Go get it, Krusty. I'm go get fine it. Fine with okay, him. Well, now I just yeah. Go mean. get it, Krusty. Sounds a little. <laughs> Trying to give him a cute nickname. Okay. Go get it, Crustmaster. Okay, so now we're moving into. Um, I believe that this is now owned by a man of color. And this Ooh. is called Scotch Porter. And Scotch Porter has healthier, good for you, and body grooming products that help you look, feel, and smell like greatness. Now, this Oof. has like 
beard wash, beard conditioner, beard serums, um, hair wash, hair conditioner, very kind of masculine packaging. His Instagram is like beautifully done. If you want to look at some hot menses Ooh, with some nice okay. beardsies. Wait, what was this thing again? Oh, now you're paying attention. Right now. <laughs> I was, but now I'm extra paying attention. Scott you said- Porter. Okay, let me just take a little... S-C-O-T-H-H. Well, this is interesting because you had me at beard serum. Mm -hmm. I don't use a beard serum. I don't use Mm -hmm. a beard brush. I don't use a Brita Boo. I don't use a Bugaboo. But it's a good gift to give somebody. Um, Oh, yeah, giving someone else. Look at you forgetting again. (laughs) I'm not ready yet. For me, I can't believe Thanksgiving is happening or has happened. Like I gotta get ready. It's gonna get you. Right, yeah, the like the rhythm, which mm-hmm. always gets me. Have you looked at but, this like, Instagram yet? Oh, I got distracted. Oh. What was his name again? Scotch Porter. Mm. So S C O T H P O R T E R. Well, I am fascinated to learn more about Beard. Oh, he has forty nine thousand um, followers. Mm-hmm. Is this him? I don't know, mm. but he, whoever these people are, it's great pictures. Very sweet. Oh, yeah. You know? They're adorbs. Great Instagram, great photos. And the packaging looks great. I love it. So it's for, you know, anybody who has a beard. And look at these beards. They're great looking beards. These are some beards. These are some beards. Well, I'll have to learn some some more about beards through this. Here's another masculine gift. And I don't mean a woman pretending to be my wife because I don't need that. No, you don't. It's not 1950 anymore. No, it is not. I want to direct people for all of those who like a more who like a pocket square um, to Armstrong <laughs> Will- Wilson. Armstrong Wilson. Um, they believe that men should me- once again looking at your pronouns. Oh, uh, it should mm-hmm. say we believe that people Folks. should be able to express their individuality and creativity through their personal style. Um, this is black owned, and they have some great patterns. Um, very, you know, eclectic and mm. paisley mm, and paisley. looking at, looks like Al Roker, um, <gasps> buys well, from way them. Way to bury the lead. I, I would, I mean, you had me at Al Roker. <laughs> I love Al Roker. Wow. Al Roker is all up in this. <laughs> he is their poster child. Al Roker loves their Freaking pocket he's, squares. He's he's there, Cindy Crawford. He is what what Cindy Crawford was to Pepsi. Mm-hmm. So if you want to buy um, someone in your life who likes pocket squares and ties, go to Armstrong Williams. Um, that is something to oh, and their box says it's okay to be square. Cute. Oh, that is adorbs. Um, there. Oh, and for the last one, it's always nice to get a card. Right, we all like to give and give and get cards. Oh yes. So, um, Ta- Tatiana Kamis, she does hand painted cards, and they're very they're like watercolor and beautiful. Um, I would check her out, see what she has to do. She hers is TatianaKamis.com. And it looks like she does a lot of art herself. So, oh. yeah, she has portfolio she does portraits who beautiful watercolors of um who all sorts of like black women 
it's you know so if you want some original art and original cards go check out her stuff to kind of give that individual diy um addition to your gift list and i think with that i covered a lot of different options so many options shot black this black friday let's make black friday actually black (laughs) do it Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, I'm Graham. And we're two house DJs who have been trapped inside our drum machine. We love it here, and we'd love if you stopped by and visited us every week on Stop Stop Podcasting Podcasting Yourself Yourself here on MaximumFun.org. We're just a couple of doofuses from Canada. And listen to our show or perish. (laughs) Stop Podcasting Yourself on MaximumFun.org. Quizlet Corner, Quizlet Corner, Quiz, Quiz, Quizlet, Quizlet Corner. Bubonic Plague. That's yucky. Why why are we doing this? This is such a random... In honor of Thanksgiving, I thought, well, somewhat, because, you know, um, one of the greatest, you know, slaughters that happened where, like, 75 million indigenous people were slaughtered through a lot of germ warfare. and smallpox. Smallpox and things like that. So another smallpox, but it just got me thinking about plagues. Actually, I'll tell you at the end of how <laughs> I went. I went on a rabbit hole about the bubonic plague. So let's go on an adventure and see. You think you right. know? You James, no this idea. is called James had a snow day and was stuck inside. <laughs> oh god, this is what All happens. Right, let's see, learn don't about this it. Happens. Let's learn. All right. All right, this is an A, B, C, D one coming up. Okay. Sexual Ooh, wow, you're really the- giving me some <laughs> guidelines this time. Yeah, I'm ready. I don't mess around when it comes to bubonic plague. Okay, I don't fuck wait, around with the black one, plague. Right? Oh, see, or is- actually, in that case, this fits because the black plague is also the bubonic plague. Black Yeah, plague. but we want to <laughs> do like positive blackness. That's true. That's yeah. true. But I am on brand somewhere. Yeah, you're doing I'm it. I'm on brand, but I misunderstood the assignment. But also, so. I need to understand the assignment. Is one fake? No, they're all... It's got to be watched. It, it, one of these is true right here. I'll let oh, you know. Oh, one of them fake. is true. Yeah. It's a okay. regular multiple choice. I'll let you know when it gets different. So, number one, sexual activity during the Black Plague was A... Rampant. B, mild to wild. C, non-existent. People were dying. D, missionary only. Okay, see, this is why I get confused, because you literally told me all of them are correct except for one. And now you're oh, reading sorry. it just told me that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a regular multiple choice. I'm sorry. And a one regular is multiple correct. choice. Okay. Which one okay. is correct? Okay. Can you read it again? Yeah, sexual activity during the Black Plague was A, rampant, B, mild to wild, C, non-existent, people were dying, D, missionary only. Rampant. People be fucking when they think they're about to die. (laughs) All right, ding, ding, ding. She has a point, ladies and gentlemen. She has a point. Okay, Piggybacking off of that rampant sexual things that were happening during the Black Plague, mm-hmm. uh, question number two. People often had orgies in A, the promenade, so B, gross. the Queen's Castle, C, graveyards, D, brothels. 
Hmm. I'm going to have to say graveyards because not everybody got the money for a brothel. <laughs> People be gross oh. around that time. <laughs> I love your sort of, uh, you're right. Um, but the reason why, uh-huh. um, according to David Harrelly in The Black Death and the Transformation of the West, mm-hmm. um, it was a revulsion towards death and the, it was them celebrating life. Uh, By having in, sex in a in a graveyard, <laughs> we're not dead. So yeah, orgies were rampant during the time of the Black Plague. They were rampant. How did I not guess that this would have a sexy twist to it? <laughs> yeah, you this thought is we were so just weird. Be- <laughs> this is a weird <laughs> avenue we've this turned was- into. <laughs> you know what? I started preparing this, and it was down a rabbit hole. I was like, it's too late. We got to record in 10 minutes. I There's know. no turning this back. Is, <laughs> I'm in. We're here. Happy post-Thanksgiving. Yeah. Don't throw it up. All right. Speaking of, speaking of cemetery orgies. Uh, yes. Last. Okay. <laughs> Going with it. Piggybacking off of each other. So cemetery orgies were so bad that... Now, in this case, one of these are not true, okay? One of these is not true. Okay. So cemetery orgies were so bad that they, A, stopped burying the dead. B, A, oh yeah, only one of these is not true. So A, they stopped burying the dead. Uh-huh. A, uh, wait, A, they stopped burying the dead. Wow, okay. B, oh, this is where I got confused. A, they stopped burying the dead. B, A, Papal official had to threaten the fornicators and an adulterers with excommunications for committing unseemly acts on the graves. Okay. C, prostitutes began taking advantage of this celebration of, of victory um, over death to solicit at cemeteries. D, revelers also dared to dance, fight, throw dice, and play other unseemly games at the graves as well. One of these is not true. A, they stopped burying people. Right, yeah, they did all the other stuff. Yeah, um, because people be nasty. <laughs> all of those things make sense. If people are being weird and having sex in a graveyard, yeah, religious professionals are going to be like, don't do that. Yeah, prostitutes are going to be like, let me make some money. And yeah, we're going to do some extra stuff too. While I'm here, after I'm done having sex, I'm going to play some dice. <laughs> and dance. And I dance. like that. In the article, in the uh, blog I was reading, it said, I thought it said dance fight. And I was like, ooh, but it's like dance Like West Side comma Story? F- yeah, it's actually dance comma fight. But oh I like God. to think they were also dance fighting as well. Man, we've reached. This is, wow. I, you know, it's been a while since you've had a crazy quiz. This is I nuts. <laughs> we're going to take you on a ride. Yeah. Uh, it literally was just like I was coming up with this and just thinking of your reactions. And they're right on point. This they're is exactly bananas. I'm getting it right, though. I'm doing a good job. You are slang. This is one of the best that you've ever done. You are, you haven't skipped a beat. You know your nasty black plague Because I hate stories. this time period. It's so nasty. But when you hate something, you research it. I know You're a like, lot Ugh. about this time period. It's so gross. <laughs> All right. Number four. Doctors often recommended, now one of these are not true. Doctors often recommended, A, people to keep fornicating to keep the bad air out. B, advised against sexual intercourse because it could overheat the body. C, Mm -hmm. all physical exertions and emotions of the mind, including running, jumping, jealousy, and liciousness should be totally avoided. D, they mm-hmm. should spend their time relating tales and stories with good music to delight their hearts. One it's, of these is not true. It's C. You see? Yeah. Uh, 
Okay. That is Oh, no, incredible. no, no. Wait, wait, wait. One of those is not true. Yeah, one of those is not true. See, you got me confused. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to say D then. Uh, that is actually true, that they thought that people should spend their time relating oh. tales and stories with good music to delight. Doctors. Doctors were saying this. Oh, okay. Um, th- that's not what people were doing. They were actually fornicating. Uh, so I Which, see where you... Yeah, yeah. okay. Which Doctors one... Doctors weren't... Pre- what? Which one so is that not one, true? The one is not true is pe- uh, doctors did not recommend for people to keep fornicating. Oh. They didn't want them fornicating because they thought they would actually get bad air as well through fornicating and they'd get How? it through their pores. Because oh, it can get through See, their pores. This is, this is why they I don't like this know, period. Because they also people... didn't know a lot of stuff about science. <laughs> they didn't know the shit. Bad air. That's why. <laughs> Leeches. I mean. I mean, I have to, I have to give them credit because science exploration was still in its early stages. But my God, yeah. I mean, that's why, like, people, like, you know, that's why you were married by the time you were ten, because you're probably gonna be dead by the time you were sixteen. Yeah, because shit was bad. Yeah, bad, and in certain specific areas, which we'll certainly mm, mind that. That's um, why people needed to have sex. Because I mean, come on. They're like, well, there's nothing else what to do. Is, or I'm what getting, is my life right now? What is my life? People be dying. And yeah. All right. True or false? Prostitution was institutionalized. True. Uh, it was. That is true because it was happening so much and it was considered a seller's market. <laughs> I... <laughs> Put that show on HGTV. <laughs> We're looking for the prostitute. Um, Stephanie just really wasn't um, giving us the vibes we wanted. Uh, So so, uh, there there was all around labor shortage. Uh, A lot of the prostitutes were dying. And um, it did lead to general improvements, though, in their conditions. They had municipally owned brothels were built. Um, See, this is good. So, yeah, it had some good stuff going for it. All right. Rounding it out. A couple more. To help deal with the plague, one of these is true. Regular multiple choice. Okay. Regular multiple choice. To help deal with the plague, uh, Christmas was banned. A. B. Moral Christian laws became actual laws targeting things like sodomy mm. and and prostitution. Mm. C. Public flagellation was held on every first Friday to beat the plague away from the sinners. Oh, Jesus. D, it was believed that fornicating with the sheep would cure all ails. Oh, my God. E, people attempted to fool... E, people attempted to fool the plague by dressing up as other people. (laughs) One of those is true. They all sound like it's true because that time period is bananas. (laughs) I wouldn't even... Oh, God. Um... God, I don't want to say it, but I feel like Christmas was canceled. No, Christmas was continued. Christmas oh, okay. was canceled for other reasons. Oh. Um, but not around this time. And that has to deal with because Christmas became a sort of a, uh, it was associated with the pagan holiday. People were oh. drinking too much. Oh. And in fact, when they came, when the, uh, I think, who were the, the pilgrims when they came over? They didn't Puritans. allow Christmas. The Puritans. They were like, ah, Christmas, it's the devil. Oh. Um, then I don't know. I got it wrong. What was it? Uh, B, moral Christian laws became actual laws targeting yeah, things no. like, yeah, yeah. Um, it shows yeah. what happened, how all of this orgy graveyard sex stopped. 
Right. Well, um, things and actually we're targeting things specifically like like sodomy and prostitution in Florence. Mm. I and how some of these were just moral laws, but they actually became law laws. And I thought that made me actually think interesting enough too. I think that's how perhaps mm-hmm. some of these sodomy laws, like still, I mean, we yeah. still had sodomy laws up until like recently in some yeah. states here in the U.S. Right. And so it's interesting how I feel like these are possibly some of the roots of why these things were being target like targeted. I people were thinking that this was you know God was looking unfit he was punishing people us uh, by this plague and they believe that sodomy was the um route to that oh that gee sound familiar yeah. 1980s people are like fucking cyclical man it is ridiculous if you don't learn your history you are yeah, doomed to, bound repeat to repeat it. it also I'm like sick of people trying to force their moral laws on you when other people are suffering like don't take a moment of weakness to like you know yeah infiltrate the system don't do it don't do it there was public flagellation, but it wasn't held every f- first Friday. Um, oh. Their first Fridays. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they actually happened more than just on the first Fridays. It was just happening. So See, they had the time actual, period like, sucks. They had whipping boys that people could buy uh, to get their remission from sin. And they would purchase a whipping boy. Is... And then they'd be cured of all like their sins. Yep. And then... Of course, like they eventually outlawed it because they're like, "This is ridiculous." I hate and then this there time period. Pseudo flagellants that went around town performing unusual sexual acts in public for free, for fee, for for fee, <laughs> not for free, but for a fee. And that was also oh, out- that was also outlawed, but that didn't stop them. <laughs> of course not. Oh, this time okay, period. Uh, true or false? There was a vital banging, popping homosexual subculture. Uh, probably true. Yeah, it was true. And yeah. because of the laws that we mentioned earlier, it had to yeah. be a subculture. Underground. Yeah. And actually, one of the plays I did last year, which was called The Shakespeare Conspiracy, and it was about how Shakespeare didn't write any of his plays. And yeah. it was about all these sort of rich sort of gay lords i know that sounds funny but they were lords stop were it gay. james don't laugh at that you put a nice space in between i tried <laughs> i mean that's where they, i guess etymology that's where it comes to. they were gay lords and because like and they're aristocrats and so yeah. in fact like it, edward uh king edward ii was murdered quite possibly for being gay and so wow. there was like home yeah and so they would they would have like wives and have like children to carry their lineage but they would also just have like little private gay parties because they were yeah. gay lords so the gay lords are true so if anyone calls you a gay lord you just be like okay yeah that's my heritage got, that's my heritage it's my community oh, man, um all right uh, number people aren't offended by me saying that but whatever. i hope not either uh eight James! last one Things you don't even I'm... stand with me well i meant like just like I whoop <laughs> shove you off no, I I was standing with you. Okay, I was saying. Like, <laughs> oh, that did I sound hope like, not either because that's you. <laughs> that did sound like I was like put my good oxygen luck, girl, mask on, feeding you out to the wolves. I gotta go no. buy some of those black products and look I good. Know. Oxygen mask in that game. Oxygen mask. No, I meant like. Oh yeah, I hope they no, don't I get just it. like get over it. That was like no, I know. yeah, okay. that was my thing. But you're right. I get it. Last one. Things that increased: a fines for fornicating in public. B <laughs> Death, C, incest, D, all of the above. All of the above. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> yeah. that time period yeah. was t- 
terrible. Ugh, what a terrible, terrible, terrible time period. So I guess like also just to be like, you know, when people are like, ooh, things are so bad, I'm like, well. At least you're not living during a fucking black plague, (laughs) bubonic plague times when you didn't know that drinking dirty water made you sick and you Mm. didn't know that that dirty ass rat with its fleas on it, biting you, is going to make you sick. They were, and like, I also just want to point out, like, just they were so nasty and like how I I wanted to celebrate because like, I don't know, like, I feel like everyone like, ooh, England and Europe, they were so fancy. No, they were fucking nasty. And you know who was cleaning themselves? People down in Egypt, people down in Africa, they were washing, they had clean ass things going on over there. So boom, in your face. I, um... <laughs> We had like things like we knew showering and cleaning ourselves. Like we, I just we think knew that, that. Yeah, I think the perpetuation that Africa is a dark continent needs to stop because yeah. humans in general are just gross. Yeah, as fucking shown by this <laughs> bubonic plague. Yes. Oh god! And How do we also- eradicate bubonic plague? Mm, I not by fucking sheep because that gave people syphilis, and that's where syphilis came from. I found that out. Yeah, yeah. You just pulled that fact right <laughs> out of the pluck of nowhere. Just in case what you didn't know, that? that's where syphilis came from. Is so. that really where syphilis came from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nasty. Leave sheep See? alone. Sheep are gross. <laughs> that's an unpopular opinion on my book right there. And I'm sure people are going to be mad at me for saying this, but I am not a sheep person. You know why? Because poo gets stuck in their fur. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever want- looked at a farm sheep? It's not cute. <laughs> They're not cute. Yeah. I, I, if you know how we got rid of the, the bubonic plague, the let us know because we don't really know but i just i i also want to just point out like like i said like you know this is some nasty times going on over there and people don't people think it's such romantic things about europe but let us know and then they took their diseases and killed again 75 native people so 75 million i was gonna just say 75. a lot more than <laughs> i like trying to say it like ooh, they killed 75 people that's not funny but they like 95 percent were wiped out in the great extermination and i think it's important as we just had thanksgiving to like literally think about mm-hmm. what had happened and i might even circle back next week with some more tidbits about what they did new and preview a little preview uplifting well this was a roll licking ride thanks well, for that james there you go now sexy you know sexy bubonic plague facts bubonic plague was sexier <laughs> sexy than you thought <laughs> oh gross Oh, I forgot to tell what? you, how did I get what? to that bubonic plague, the sexy bubonic plague quiz mm, rabbit hole? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was listening to one of Marianne Williamson's lectures, and out of nowhere, she's oh. talking about something. She's like talking about just like history and random, like more on a spiritual path. Mind you, these are like spiritual lectures, and she's like, and then yeah. she's out of nowhere off the cuff, she's like, oh yeah, she's like, I just found out they used to have, they were having orgies during the Black Plague. And then she just kind of waited what? there, and then she just went on about her business, and like didn't have anything to do with anything else she was talking like, about. I need I to find out. Pause <laughs> on the lecture because I was watching from home, and I was like, "What is this?" And then that's what happened. I well, paused my spiritual what? lecture to go down this rabbit hole about orgies during the Black Plague. It's 
It makes sense to me. It really yeah. does. But it's also disgusting. Like if people had like nasty diseases and they were dying left and right, I don't know if I would want to touch someone, let alone have big old orgies. But then at yeah. the same time, you're like, if I'm I dying. felt like I was going to die. But then like, also I like the audacity of them being like, let's just fuck in the graveyard. Let's just really, <laughs> like, let's just, just bring it Really? Home. I'm going to be here let's soon get- enough. <laughs> so I might as well as fuck till I'm dead. And that way I'll just be right here. And you could just wheel me over, right over here. Yeah, oh I know. God. A bit much. Uh, probably make people That's crazy, That's what happens too. when you don't drink enough water. Oh, see? Stay <laughs> hydrated, y'all. Stay hydrated. Stay washed up. Don't eat the poop water. And, oh, speaking of poop water, when you get a drink speaking at of, a bar. Okay. <laughs> when you get a drink at a bar, ask them to put the fruit on the side because they do not wash that fruit. Good it's tip. full of pesticides and poop. And I heard that from a na- friendly neighborhood bar manager who's also really cute and who I had a crush on back in college who I think might have a crush on me now, but I don't know. There was a <laughs> lot of information. <laughs> that was a lot of information. <sighs> but you know what? Yeah. Yes. Everybody's going home for the holidays. Everybody's going to frequent that bar they used to go to. And that's a good thing. Keep that fruit on the side. Keep the fruit on the side. Keep it on the fruit. Get it out as soon as you see it. The alcohol will not kill it. Do not think that. Keep that fruit on the side. Okay. And this fruit on the side over <laughs> here is about done. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah. Uh, you could contact us. <laughs> oh, so official. <laughs> yeah. Minority Corner Twitter with a K for Minority Corner. Mm-hmm. Oh, keep an ear out. Oh, we got a couple of announcements, actually. Oh, yeah. One, we got merchandise. Merch, 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 merch. Go to Maximum. Huh? Just just in time for all your holiday shopping. Yes. And we're black, so, you know, it's right Hey, we're a part episode. of the list. <laughs> you brought a um, lens on it. <laughs> so it's a cute shirt that says Side Eye Your Heroes. Um, you could go to Maximum Fun org they in their store we got their shirts there you could buy it there it's designed by the fabulous megan lynn cott um it's like really awesome um check it out um also keep an ear out for fellow maximum fun (gasps) podcast called reading glasses i'm on it yay slay all day slay a day we don't just keep the slayage here we be spreading it around yeah we be spreading it around you get them information I, I I did get them information, Beyonce. <laughs> yes. Um they're really the hosts are really nice. The podcast is really fun. I would check it out. I think we're probably gonna be able to release part um my segment on our own podcast once I get that. But in the meantime, listen to their whole episode. Listen to their listen, listen yeah. to them. Yeah. They're listen fun. And that came on a whole a whole new show. It'll be a new experience. You'll be like, I'll Wait tell a you one thing. I know this lady. A lot less gray fucking. Okay. Yeah. So listen. Set your expectations for great fucking to, to would you a say, zero. A z- oh, okay. Not even a one. A you zero. Know? Okay. Yeah, but yeah. it's still fun. It's a okay. fun time. And even I'm- without the great fucking. You know it. <laughs> okay. I love that I got you down this down this hole. <laughs> well, uh, maybe I should say grave orgies. I don't know. Oh, I'm trying to censor true. myself for the holidays. Go sit on a pile of bricks. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it. I can't. I can't go on anymore. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to Minority Corner. Because together we're, we're the, the majority. majority. Ooh, we nailed that one. Did we? Love you. Yeah. Yes. Bye.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.